0: Let's go, cool kids step to the front. Cool kids, too sweet sign for the click. Bitch, you don't work there. The Feel like the I need more. a shower what just looking gotta at right like it. what the fuck is that mean? I'm I'm man? What? We cut that channel you. You're gonna, gonna be no single for the rest of life. your life. Look at the heat. Eat Look at Look the heat. Whole new swagger, tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level, guys. I get no bitches. What's up, family? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Gresham Lee's podcast. This is episode 35. 35, I believe it is. 35 of this illustrious, not illustrious, but yet illustrious that will be illustrious. I'm speaking into existence podcast it is your boy, the voice that does the most, the purveyor of mischief, the man who is the finesse of all things, social and intercourse. Yeah, let's go with that. Social and intercourse, it is your boy Gresh, joined as always by the Queen of Rebels herself. swallow the bandit. What's good with ya, Famali?
1: Hey everybody. I hope you guys are well. Um what's up with y'all like for today? What y'all
0: got going on. Y'all done running off the maidens, right?
1: It's, it's something.
0: <laughs> Please tell me y'all are done running off the maidens. That's, oh, all, that's all I ask. That's all I will ask. <laughs> that is all we will ask. Stop running the maidens off. But today we got a nice little car, a little show for you. Uh It will be headlined by none other than another review because we, we will be visiting the June twenty third, two thousand and three edition of monday night raw which saw kane's identity at stake when he challenged triple h for the world's heavyweight championship in madison square garden but before that really quick is that time again for a few house notes excluding the live show reviews the video format of this show has a new home over at patreon.com slash digital it will be available for all tiers starting at one dollar if you're the person who likes to watch podcasts in video format that will be your place to go but as far as everyone in general the show will remain as always available wherever you listen to your podcast as mentioned before watching vibe will be back for sure next month sorry about that but my schedule hasn't not been lined up to where I can produce any reaction videos i'm actually in north carolina as we speak for those of you who don't know Watching Vibe is it is where we react to a classic match or whatever we decide to, to watch. It can be a classic cartoon, episode, or whatever. Whatever we throw on, we react with it. And you if you want or if you need to know what I'm talking about firsthand, past episodes are available now with new ones dropping as soon as possible. It's just one dollar to join. And watching vibe is available for all tiers. And if you want to join the club, you can do so today. The Gresh Reddit reaction videos are back as well, but I need you guys listening to me, listening into the sound of my voice. I need you to post on the r slash Gresh subreddit. Swallow too. She'll post eventually once she gets into it. She hasn't gotten into it yet, but she will when she gets into it. But yeah, if you want to post something funny, if you want to hop on or appear on a Gresh YouTube video, make sure you guys post something funny enough for for it to make it into the video. That's it. I missed the last few weeks because I've been working, but I need you guys to post, post, post and we will be right back with another Reddit video. But before we move on to today's show, what did you think about this uh episode of Raw? Like, got any highlights that you want to talk about?
1: No, well, of course, you got the very, very, you know... Yeah, yeah, we'll, talk about, it, we'll, talk, about we'll talk about it, because <laughs> I got
0: some jokes for that. We'll talk about it. I got some jokes for that, because, uh boy, when we watched it, I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, I got some jokes for that. Uh, <laughs> But we, but before we move on to to the retro review for this week, uh, we got some new submissions for the NGL questions. Um, I'm guessing I've officially dubbed it the "Not Gonna Lie" because that's because I'm 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 hip with you Gen Zers. I sound like a boomer, but you get what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I'm hip with you guys now. So when NGL questions, uh, I believe Swella has some as well. She's gonna read it, but I'm gonna read mine first. Uh, let's do it. Have you ever given a hickey?
1: given yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i've given quite a few
1: I, I have and like got one back i've given, the
0: turn, I've given so, yeah. a few on the, few on mm-hmm. the neck yeah <laughs> on, the, on the leg closer to <laughs> yeah yeah in that area i've given quite a few mm-hmm. oh
1: man
0: I've given it in the I've given it in the border of the box area. So yeah. Oh mm-hmm.
1: man. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I've given quite a few hickeys. Yeah, quite a few hickeys. Your biggest fear. Oh man. Someone's spiking my uh my weed.
1: Hmm.
0: That's
1: a good <laughs> one, actually. Mine's just normal. Mine's like I don't like snakes. So
0: that's why I don't well no, nah, that's that ain't, that ain't really normal. But yeah, I don't I just that's why I don't trust people. I don't trust people to roll my weed for me. Oh, definitely
1: got, not. Like, so, so I gotta what?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'd be like, I'd
1: be scared of that too, though. Like for real.
0: Like, Ooh, <laughs> um, hmm, what are we doing here? What?
1: First of all, who did this?
0: Yeah, because
1: I'm not even gonna like pick it I've up. I need Friday. to know.
0: I've seen Friday, like where a dude spiked him with angel dust. Like, come on now. And and smoke been torching ever since. Nah, man, no.
1: no.
0: <laughs> I think when I saw mean. that, I said if I ever start smoking weed. When I saw that as as a teenager, I said if I ever start smoking weed, which I do now, I'm like I am never letting anyone roll it. And if 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 you do roll it, I have to watch you roll it. Like I have to physically watch you. hmm mm, Nah. Mm,
1: step nah. by step, too. Like I,
0: cause step I by step. Turn.
1: I can't turn my back I can't no absolutely not
0: step by step cue uh, new addition <laughs> uh, do you have trust issues hell yes 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 that's that. but you can blame my <laughs> father great. for most of my trust issues man
1: I blame everybody for mine like, <laughs> I said most
0: I ain't say all most like, but yeah I don't yes. I have trust issues in general like this, no I, <laughs> I, I trust but verify like I, yes like, for the smallest, I believe in that I do believe in that trust things, but verify for the smallest <laughs> things I trust and verify every single time like I got no no, no <laughs> you're not doing
1: it. oh man cause it's like if you lied to me about one thing what else you lying about
0: mm-hmm. like, and that's just
1: small that's just something small it's like okay you didn't lie to me about that
0: That's why it's like what else would you
1: lie to me about then?
0: I think that's why I'm I'm kind of iffy about surprises because it's like Mm -hmm. you have to lie to to keep the surprise. And it's like, what else are you (laughs) lying about? So it's like
1: it's like, can you just tell me please so I can know what I can be prepared for and what I'm walking into? Don't leave me in suspense. I don't like that. (laughs) But I'm the one that be surprising everybody else. That's the funniest thing ever. But still.
0: It might something. It might be something that I'll probably work on as I get older, cause
1: it's gonna I'm, take a I'm while. At, even like I'm at, me. The,
0: I'm at thirty, at 30's doorstep, so it's like yeah, we'll, we'll see. far, but and I
1: think even when I do hit that mark, it's still gonna take some time.
0: Yeah, this is something I'm working on, but yeah. Uh, next up, we got favorite moments from pandemic era wrestling. Ooh. Um, oh, Brody they said pandemic Cody. area. You know where pandemic we had no area. crowd. We had no yeah. crowd. Uh, wow. Oof, that was a, wow. that was quite the time. Wow. Um, I would say Brody versus Cody in the dog collar match. That was one of my favorite matches. Yeah,
1: that's one of my uh, favorites as well. Mm,
0: damn. Uh, just them being able to just go crazy in during the pandemic. Like they was literally just on cinematic mode. Like they was li- everything was just. More over the top, like you, you saw them cut more promos during matches, and like the pandemic era wrestling basically laid the foundation for the Tribal Chief. So that because he didn't have a crowd, like he was he was able to hone and make mistakes and fix what he needed to needed to work on. So.
1: And it's like, and then he then he come back during pandemic era too. Mm-hmm. Like so, there's that's that. That's what I said. The like, found, it
0: laid the foundation for the for the tribal chief because that's when he was. Working he showed
1: on up it. at SummerSlam. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. It's so many. It's so many moments like pandemic SummerSlam era
1: 2020. Like
0: yeah, uh, Darby Allen defeating Cody Rhodes. I believe yeah. that during the pandemic. It was so many, so many moments. Uh, Britt Baker becoming over during the pandemic era because she broke her nose. So it's like it's so much, yeah, so much that that went down. Um, what you call it? Impact. They uh let Eric Young come back with Violent by Design. That was one of my favorite um uh, tidbits. One because I, I didn't watch Impact religiously, but when I saw the clips, that was Eric Young's. What he was doing was some of my favorite stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so much that was in, oh the golden role models. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey mm-hmm. winning all the gold. That was a fun time as well. So many moments. So many moments. But yeah. Brody and Cody is probably my top because that was one hell of a match that I have to find it to watch it again because I haven't seen it since 2021. The golden one here, Edge or Randy as a heel. Can't say both of
1: them. Dang! Why he do that?
0: (laughs) For those of you who don't know the gimmick of when when both, or how both of them became a thing, if you follow me if you follow me on social media, both of them is when people give me the either or, and I say both of them, but I don't say B O T H O F. It's B-O-F-F-U-M. It's B O O. Is you gotta say it's, it slow? It's B O F F U M. Both of them. them. Mhm. Both of them. But uh, Randy Orton or Edge is a heel. Man, I gotta go, Randy. Right. Yeah, cause ball Randy ball Randy Orton was a menace.
1: Yeah, I got I, I got to I gotta say Randy too, for that one I do. <laughs> I gotta say Randy, bro.
0: Yeah, ball Randy Orton was a menace. He was a menace to society. That man literally, he if you look in the urban dictionary for menace, Randy Orton's face popped up. <laughs> That's how much of a menace that man was.
1: Yes. Like, so
0: Randy Orton, without a doubt. Do you think Roddy will be in WWE after 2024? I'm guessing they're talking about Roderick Strong because we haven't seen him. Damn, we haven't seen him.
1: Dang, that has been meta. a
0: while. He got like beat up or injured during the diamond mine thing, and then that was it. Like, I ain't seen uh, that dude has gone dark. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> he <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves when his contract is up because they're not doing anything with him. I mean, if he appears in a Royal Rumble match, I wouldn't be against him popping up during a Royal Rumble match, but yeah. Yeah. Nah. If, don't, if they don't do nothing with him by the summer of this year, yeah, he he's pretty much gone. What? Oh, I feel like we answered this before, so moving on. Uh, <laughs> who's your last IG search? Let me see. Let me, hey, I don't have no shame. I hey,
1: think hey. I, I don't either. And I think I know what my last one is.
0: Like, let me see. Who my last IG search? Uh, Jakara Jackson from kay. NXT. Okay. Um, mine was uh. Oh, my, I didn't like this picture. Let me let me go ahead and
1: double tap this one right quick. quick. Oh yeah. Why are you speaking of pictures?
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My I last IG search you. was Jakara Jackson.
1: Mine was Angela Hill. If y'all know who Angela Hill is, she is the first African American woman who got into UFC. And she's still hmm. in UFC to this day. So.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got no shame. Like, yeah.
1: Right. Why would. <laughs> Please. All right.
0: <laughs> okay. This one is long and weird. Oh, Let's um, go. Have you ever cleaned your eyes while eating the table while walking on your ear? I mean no, I've cleaned se- my what? what? I've cleaned have
1: my you, eyes, of course. Like
0: have you ever cleaned your eyes while eating a table while walking on your ear? No, seriously, what's your go-to rumble to oh, so that was a joke?
1: Oh, so you <laughs> just playing. Like, is this an actual question? Cause oh. we we Listen. we trying to figure it out. <laughs> going to have a whole answer and everything.
0: <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, what's your what's your go-to rumble to get you hyped for the current year's rumble? Um, <clears throat> my go-to is either 2001 or
1: 1992.
0: Okay. Those are my two go-tos. Mine is
1: 2001. I'm going to have to go back to nothing. Yeah. But mine's definitely okay. 2001, for
0: sure. Also, you got a sister asking for a friend. Yes, I do. <laughs> I have... <laughs> I have two biological sisters and three adopted sisters. Well,
1: so, four. Hmm? Well, you got four adopted sisters. No, you do. No, you do. Cause oh, you, you got do. me. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, so four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's four. All right, four. Yeah, four. So that's what it's I'm saying.
1: Four. So,
0: so four. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, four. Yeah, so. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, and ask it for a friend. Uh, I mean, tell your friend to say what's up. Uh, most of them are probably in a relationship, but congrats. You can shoot shot. I ain't going to say it's going to hit, but you can shoot the shot. <laughs> your last song on Spotify. I knew somebody was going to ask that. What was my last, was my was my my last part song part on Spotify? Part. Oh, uh, Get Lucky featuring Pharrell Williams and Nile Rogers by, da- by Daft Punk.
1: Okay, okay. Mine's was um, High Dreams with Khalifa. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Who do you want to beat the Usos for the tag team titles? Um,
1: Dang, why y'all say it like that? Like,
0: beat the Usos. Like,
1: huh? Um. (laughs) Uh,
0: Y'all put her on the spot.
1: Right, just coming for my people's. Like, it ain't nobody's (laughs) business. (laughs)
0: Like, Like, I.
1: I can't really speak on that because you know that I get in trouble.
0: For <laughs> me, it's, it's, for me, it's a tie between Cammy, um, uh, not Cammy, oh, Cammy, Sammy, and, and Kevin Owens, and uh, Seamus and Drew. Dang, there is Seamus and Drew. I want to be opposed to Seamus because they're though. doing a tournament. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, well, who knows for the SmackDown? I, I think they're probably splitting up the titles.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard that too. Said they want be like, trying
0: to split them up again. So there's that.
1: I'm like, so, oh great.
0: <laughs> finally. <laughs> um but for the raw tag team titles i would say put them on the judgment day for the smackdown um, yeah you can keep them on the usos and just let them definitely
1: keep keep them on judgment day for sure like put them on
0: judgment day uh last one for me who was better the new day the elite or dx the new day
1: new day what
0: i feel like y'all asked me this already yeah the new day come on what kind of question is this uh you got any uh questions?
1: Yeah. Um so somebody said for there some some uh the weirdest trend you've done.
0: The ice bucket challenge.
1: Okay. I put honestly I don't know cuz I don't even cold. if I do know I don't even It was remember. cold outside
0: and I did the ice bucket <laughs> challenge so that was weird.
1: Another one is can we be besties?
0: Who are you? <laughs> I, there's an application process for being besties in, in this in this household. So
1: I said, "Oh my God!" I said, "If you can meet the terms and conditions of the agreement, like,
0: <laughs> uh, uh,
1: we be to talk about it." But I first need to know who you there's are.
0: There's layers to this. Yeah, there's levels. It's levels. A lot of, it's, it's levels. There's levels.
1: <laughs> it ain't because I just met you one time. And it no,
0: no, that mm. is not
1: absolutely not.
0: Like I like what uh, Lovely Lavoe said. She said, "Just because you're following, we're following each other, doesn't mean we're friends." Exactly. We gotta know each other.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That means I'm.
0: The reason why I'm following you is because I mess with your vibe, and I'm like, Yeah, "Here's a follow." Like you and I and I and I searched your your Twitter account, and you're not weird. You're not right. posting weird shit.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't think I'm not doing my background either. Like I'm researching you too, because. <laughs> more uh, there is a there, it's sometimes there's a you know a 90 day
0: trial period if you see, if i see you getting if i see someone on my timeline getting their back blown out and i didn't like it but then twitter snitch says you liked it unfollow right why did you unfollow me because you like porn
1: exactly there's a and there's a reason we why right we say right
0: there's a reason why we say create burner accounts create a burner yeah. account
1: these people don't care. It's wilding out, Being like horny
0: on the man. Come on, you now. just
1: you just want to put all your business out. Huh? All right, <laughs> um, introvert or extrovert,
0: both, both of right.
1: <laughs> That's I said it
0: very Both of yeah. <laughs> I'm an introverted, but I can be an extrovert when I know you. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm both of right.
1: <sighs> this and is it. gonna hurt.
0: Uh-oh. This going to hurt. Um,
1: mm. who, this is really going to hurt. Hurt who? You or me? It might. <laughs> it might hurt me. It might. It might hurt me. Right.
0: Michael Jackson
1: or James Brown? Michael Jackson. Okay. Well, you heard it first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's like, this is all respect to James Brown, but I didn't really listen to his music like that. Okay. Probably mainly because I wasn't old enough to, uh, I wasn't allowed to. Like, when it, people gotta understand, when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to listen to certain music until I got, until I was like 13, 14.
1: Dang, seriously?
0: Yeah, it was like. I
1: got away with a whole lot.
0: You know, let living alone,
1: like, my parents. Living in, a restricted,
0: listen to. living in a in a church household where my mom was under the belief that anything, like, she would go to churches that was like anything you do you're going to hell. You're going to hell if you do this. Oh you're going wow. To hell. So okay. she would basically be Like Baptist kind of I don't I, honestly I don't. It know. might be. It might be. Some, yeah. She was under that belief but then as she as we got older and as, as she went to other churches she was like, "Oh. Okay, there's this perfect thing called balance." So around the time that is, I was Listen to your Michael Jackson and your James Brown. Oh, I love James Brown. Don't get me wrong. But if I had to choose between the two, I would initially say both of them. But if I had to choose between the two, then okay. Michael Jackson like, might go like, too. Because yeah. I literally, as a dancer, I literally mimic Michael Jackson often with certain things. So if I had to choose between both the two legends, so I literally... Like, yeah,
1: I got to go with Mike.
0: I gotta go with Mike. I gotta be like Mike. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry for y'all, you Michael Jackson, not Michael Jack, James Brown enthusiasts. My bad. You,
1: Mike, it's funny you said that because somebody asked me even like the same thing with Janet Jackson and Tiana Taylor. And I was like, both. Like I, I did. I was like, I don't know what y'all both want of. to do about that. It's both. Tiana idolizes Janet. So it's like, and they both can dance. Like, kidding me. Like Yes. Like both. Wow, both. I can't pick them two is hard. Like that's hard for me. I can't pick between the, the two. I can't. Both. Like up. it's both. Anything else? The rock from wrestling days or the rock right now?
0: The rock from wrestling days. You, do you okay. know how hilarious that man was back in the day? <laughs> no. All this man, all that man is now about positivity and, and plugging his, his tequila. Man, what was the rock that was saying hey, "Booker T had done by Whoopi"? Shame, it, man, still a pussy. What happened to oh my what happened to the rock that said, "If we get lost, and we'll use Stephanie McMahon's breast as a flotation device"? Where is the rock that was like, "Oh, oh, dear God, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name. Where is that rock? Like the rock? Now he's too nice. Come on now." <laughs> All right, but that concludes our NJL questions. We might keep this as a permanent thing. We don't know. Uh, it depends on if I get bored with it or not. But uh, yeah, y'all, y'all didn't do, y'all didn't do go as crazy as the last two episodes. So we're pretty cool. Boy, with that. In the last two
1: episodes? Well, just last two episodes. Have you like, man? Have you ever? Mm, you
0: you see me on Twitter? I will be reacting to them on Twitter. I'm like,
1: not only that, but like especially like some of the questions where you have like. uh describe me in three words or send me something anonymous. I'd be like, dang, like that's how y'all be coming up in here like this in, in the, in the, in the NGL, in my NGO thing like that.
0: Like, uh, confess things like, Oh yeah. Like
1: that a... I haven't done that yet. But eventually nah, I, I don't will. don't think I want to. I, I will. Eventually, I don't think I want I'll to. Do it, Cause I'd be like, what? Like I'd be, Oh, that's, when was you going to say that? Like, <laughs>
0: Say it with your chest, nigga.
1: Like you could have just told me I ain't gonna approve of it, but at least you was being honest. Like, like, don't hold back We're wrong. Like, just say it. So you gotta say don't like the response in return, but at least you said it. (laughs) I can't fault you. (laughs) Don't go on there and start lying, cause then I'm about to call you out. And be like, no, you remember what you said. Whoever made that software, hey, I, I salute you because you're bold. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're just gonna create an app for people to just be honest, and they can be anonymous with it. They don't have to show their face.
0: <laughs> or if you want them to show your face, you can pay.
1: Or and they give you, you know, they give you the like the location where it's from too. Like yeah. they'll, yeah, they'll say that like where it came from, where like area they was in. I don't even pay I'm for like,
0: it. Cool. I'm like, I I'd rather y'all just keep it anonymous because I'm not feeling.
1: I'm not finna go look for you but it's funny though. I'm like oh dang, there's people from here and all, what? I'm like and this bad, and I and I'll be like I have a feeling it's somebody I know. They just ain't can't, they just ain't got in my face and said it. So it's like
0: we could have just said that Say with your chest? Little ass nigga. All right, now it's time to step over to our review of this episode, this is Monday Night Raw from June twenty third, two thousand and three. Kane, the Big Red Machine, Kane's identity is at stake when he challenges Triple H for the World's Heavyweight Championship. Y'all get the guns, the drugs from my gym. Written... We was wilding out that then, boy.
1: <laughs> we was wilding
0: out uh, i love this intro for i do like, too did you see I the remake they it. did for raw on um, 30 with the modern stars
1: yes <laughs>
0: and they started off with roman shaking the camera you
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, bro. laughs> know
0: and it's like they need to give maybe to go back to these type of intros because the intros <laughs> they got now song-wise sounds terrible sounds fucking horrible
1: I ain't gonna lie, some of these intro songs back then they made it. It's like you,
0: it got you it, hype. It,
1: yeah, it's like one of the moments where it's like, Yes, I can't wait to watch this.
0: Like, well, even if the show sucked, you still got hype for it. Mm-hmm. Just off but, the intro alone, exactly like. with, the, with the pyro, everything. Because, live from the world's most famous arena, the holy cathedral of sports entertainment, as Jim Ross said, Madison Square Garden, where it's title versus mask. As Triple H defends the World's Heavyweight Championship against Kane. And we kick off the show with Holler, if you hear me, with Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, and Stacy Keebler. I ain't gonna lie to you, Stacy was one of those women who took me through puberty, just like Trish. <laughs> it was Stacy, it was <laughs> Stacy, Trish, Tori. Jackie, because uh, Jackie was something serious. I ain't, I ain't even gonna front. Like that was a, that was a beautiful black woman. I, I, looking back at the attitude there, yeah, boy, yeah, Jackie. Jackie I'm like beautiful. Jackie. Hey, Miss Jackie. Like hey, Miss Parker. Hey, Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Jackie. <laughs> uh, you know, King and going crazy for Stacy because she was rocking pink. So yeah. This was fresh off a of Steiner defeating Tess to win the managerial services of Stacy. Forty-one and one inch one inches is what Jr. said about her legs. Commentary was just drooling, and I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't, I don't blame I ain't, I ain't, I ain't him. Yeah.
1: No it's funny because during that time, like even like when Batista was around, like it was the same thing that went for me. I was like, oh, I really do like muscle boobs. Like, okay, <laughs> all right. And then I really just started being honest with myself, and I was like. Eh.
0: Like, I didn't know they did. They exist like that. They exist like yeah, yeah. They can break (laughs) your back like a wishbone. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they can break your back and spinal booker t came out next, and this was when it was. I'm sorry, (laughs) you stupid.
1: (laughs) I said you got tattoos in work. Oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) you stupid. You making money? Oh, shut up.
0: Anyway, Booker what? T came out next, and this was when it was announced to be a tag team match pitting Scott Steiner and Book versus Test and Intercontinental Champion Christian. They showed Test hitting the pump handle slam on May Young last week on the orders of Eric Bischoff. Uh, Test started off with Booker T toying around with both Stacy and Scott until Scott made the hot tag, taking out both Test and Christian, even bench pressing. He was bench pressing Christian. From the top to the floor until Tess stopped the momentum. A pretty standard tag team match at this point. Tess tried to te- cheat, but Stacy got on an apron distracting Tess, who grabbed her hand, causing Stacy to slap him, which I, I was like, that ain't a DQ, but whatever. And when it was he was about to slap her, Steiner stopped him and went on the attack, but Tess ducked and pushed Scott into Stacy causing her to fall off the apron. The match broke down with Christian trying to cheat with the belt, but Tess took advantage and hit a sick... Big boot to pick up the win. It was a pretty standard tag team match. Did Did this do anything for you?
1: It was cool. I, okay. yeah, it was all right, especially like in the first segment. So like just to start it off, like I was
0: like, okay. It was. It, it got. It got you interested. We cut backstage and it's Kane staring into a mirror as they hype up tonight's main event, and then we see deep into Kane's mind. Basically, they show his debut with Paul Bearer at his side from Bad Blood, 1997, Tombstone me, Undertaker, Inside Hell in a Cell. Next up, we have Christopher Newinski coming to the ring by our boy, my boy, Theodore Long. They gave Teddy the mic and I got excited. So you know I had to write this down because you already know what time <laughs> it is. Yep. Let me all let you play up. Now, Theodore Long is out here tonight to talk about the injustice that has been brought upon this man, Christopher Nowinski. You feel me? Now, you people know as well as I do that Christopher Nowinski should have won Tough Enough. Believe that. And I'll tell you why he didn't win it. Because he's a victim of discrimination. And I just stared at this man like, he's a victim of what? (laughs) (laughs) Not because of the color of his skin. I said, all right, all right, all right. But because he's smart. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> he's a harvard graduate believe that so like, what we're gonna do tonight huh that's how it feel. what harvard harvard yeah believe that believe that <laughs> so what we're gonna do tonight is maven is gonna find out from you just what color he really is and i'm like what color is he <laughs> right. and, then, and then he said because maven you know light-skinned brothers went out three years ago it's thugging and bugging time. I'm like, all right, now I know what you're talking about. This man was using a whole lot of words just to be saying a whole lot of nothing. But I couldn't stop laughing this entire time. But it's pretty cool that the shield was in, in influenced by Taylong with the belief that
1: mm-hmm.
0: I respect it. Maven came out and this is the battle of tough enough blinking. You miss it match. Literally. Chris went for a suplex and Maven slipped out and rolled him up to pick up the win. Jay I thought it was a near fall, but it wasn't.
1: Mm-hmm. That was literally it.
0: It Nothing happened. Blinky missing. And that's all we got on this match. Next up, we cut to the parking lot and saw the arrival of Evolution's Randy Orton, Ric Flair, and Triple H with two random women walking up to Randy with lust in their eyes. Triple H in this hairstyle and this look yes. looks <laughs> cursed. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it looks just like... <laughs> Said he looked cursed. Like, why do you look like this? You look crazy. But then I remember... He was preparing for his role for Blade. That's what that was.
1: No, that's how that's how I'm thinking of it as.
0: Like, when, when did Blade come out? 2000. When did Blade Trinity come out? 2000. Uh, was it 2004 or five?
1: Yeah, people, we do research on this podcast. So yeah, let me let me find that out right fast. Let me Blade.
0: do the due diligence.
1: Blade movie. Trinity. This was 2004. So this oh. was like after.
0: So he filmed it in 2003. Oh came out in 2004 the movie did because he did rock this hat this like the shave look all of 2003 Mm -hmm. so now so now it makes sense now it makes perfect sense and his name on the show was Jarco grimwood
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i thought they said charcoal Jarco, and it it
1: tripped me out because when they put him in the scene let alone like when he started running after that car i said look at him go uh, like
0: I said, he he can. Uh, next up we get Chris Jericho's highlight reel. Jericho is fresh off his match with Goldberg at Bad Blood. Jericho's impression of a New York a- accent got a little chuckle out of me. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it's a damn shame that y'all have to live here in New York City. Hey Finny, I'm in New York City. Hey Theodore, let's get a cannoli. And he. <laughs> <sighs> Jericho then turns his attention to Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? And called him out for what he did to Lance Storm, where he called him boring and fell asleep during his match with Chris was disgusted by. Jericho then introduces his guest, Lance Storm. And this was around the time they were doing the he's boring gimmick with Storm. And the crowd was chanting boring, boring. He took the opportunity to write down a statement. I know you didn't write, so I did it for us. So people can know exactly what we, what he's talking about. He said this, and I'm gonna say this in the most boring tone ever. I would love to take the opportunity to read a prepared statement. As we all know, nobody enjoys a good laugh more than I do. But last week, Stone Cold Steve Austin overstepped his bounds. Then he looked around all awkwardly. Right. <laughs> I am an athlete, pure and simple. My abilities inside this ring should be more than enough to entertain the masses. Looked around awkwardly again for some reason. <laughs> if you want bells and whistles, I suggest you attend the circus. In the meantime, since you have been insulting and damaging to my credibility as as a competitor, not to mention my pride, I would appreciate it if you would stop chanting boring. And they started chanting boring. They said, Well, fuck what you gotta say. You're boring. Right. You are boring. While he's talking, <laughs> while he's talking, a crew comes to the ring and start taking down the highlight reel set. They was just like, Yeah, you're about to put you about to put people to sleep. And then Stone Cold interrupted the video to try and said, Ah, boring. You are boring. Fuck you. You are boring. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> he <laughs> he was like,
0: let, it let it be known that you are boring boring. But yeah, he even wrote the video to Toronto and he told the crew to get the entire set out of the ring. Jericho says, oh, you're as jealous jackass because I beat you and The Rock in the same night to become the undisputed WWE. Ah, shut up! Shut your stupid little hole. And if there's one thing I cannot stand worse, than a bore is a bitch. (laughs) And that's exactly what you are right now. I was like, ah, bars. We're dropping bars today. Okay, William.
1: Okay, (laughs) William. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay william <laughs> i like where we're going with this <laughs> stone cold said stone cold said he was just trying to help lance out last week and if he took it the wrong way that's his problem ain't got shit to do with me stone cold then proceeds to make a tag team match with dudley boys battling Jericho and Storm, I feel like we literally just watched the Dudley Boys match. <laughs> I was like, it's literally two times in a row that we've seen Dudley yes. Boys match back to back.
1: I was like, oh, they're back? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I just watch them? I'm like, wait.
0: <laughs> when I heard it, I was like, wait a minute. Now, nah, hold on.
1: <laughs> I said, they trying They trying to get
0: all the money. Y'all tricking me. I feel like I'm like, I had to look at the y'all like, oh, wait, they were on raw this time.
1: I'm like, y'all on both brands. Y'all just brand hopping right now, huh?
0: <laughs> the Hills assaulted the Dudley boys before the match, but the assault didn't last long with the hometown duo standing tall. This was another standard TV tag team match. Nothing too much to harp on in the beginning. The story was basically how the crowd thought Lance Storm was boring. After Devon made the hot tag, the dudley got their gimmick in with the flip flop and uh, the the flip flop and bam elbow bionic uh, elbow combo by Bubba the Wada and the three <laughs> D to pick up the win. This was pretty like it wasn't it, was it wasn't bad. It was just there. It was decent. It was decent. They didn't show Kane being unmasked five um, months prior by Batista during a tag team match where he ran off after being unmasked by the animal or Evolution's animal. Kane and Sean pacing back and forth. King said he's back there looking into the mirror. If he took that mask off, I bet his reflection would throw up. I ain't gonna lie, that, that got a choke out of that me. Funny. That <laughs> was funny. <laughs> that was. They got a choke out of I, me. I, I
1: laughed
0: at it. That's the one few time that King made me laugh. My and life, and I, I can count on, on one hand how many times he's made me laugh. Any during his entire run. The other the other times he was just horny for whatever no woman, whatever woman popped up on but, the on yeah,
1: the but yeah.
0: Like I said, he was the, King was the equivalent of scaring the hoes in human form. So, yeah. <laughs> they didn't cut to Renyorn reading Mick Foley's latest book when, when Ric Flair walks in and he reads a little passage for the Nature Boy. <clears throat> With my eyes still closed, I thought of Terry, her head against my shoulder, her hand holding mine, and even the slightest hint of her breast against my arm. And then for the second time in 10 years, a tear rolled down my cheek. I slipped into a beautiful, dreamless sleep with one thought. She had wanted me to kiss her. Brady was disgusted reading <laughs> And I was kind of feeling him too because I'm like, bro, what? You're, you're thinking about her breast against your arm? Something's... In she, detail too. In like, too much detail. Oh, like, bro... <laughs>
1: In detail, whole story. Like, like you know, what, let me give you the
0: whole. Let me give you, let you all me the, the information. Whole story. Let me tell you my entire word thought, word. word for word, yes. bar for bar. <laughs> let me tell you how I scare the bitches. <laughs> let me tell you how I'm gonna scare the bitches. Mm-hmm. Give you a whole rundown for no reason. I remember the days where we didn't know nothing about each other. I love those days. Now you got people out here on Twitter talking about she remember getting banged with a beep with a fresh BBL and, and he started filling her juice out on Twitter, and I'm like, why can we go back to not knowing anything about each other because the FBI right. couldn't get certain information out of me. Mm-hmm. And Mick, the FBI couldn't get that information out of me. I'm not going to tell you how I was fantasizing over a woman. Right. So I agree with Randy here when he was disgusted, <laughs> and Rick Flair responded with. Oh, like Mick Foley ever felt a woman's breast, a.k.a. he gets no bitches, none. And if he sees him tonight, bam, he'll go down. But Flair says tonight they have two major agendas, one being their tag team match with Nash and Michaels, and two being they got to make sure the champ, Triple H, leaves MSG as world heavyweight champion. Next up, out comes the new world tag team champions, Sylvain Grenier and Rene Dupre. Law resistance. I don't know why I said it like that. They cut a promo, which basically gets a USA chant like always when foreign talent speaks because they want to sing their national anthem. And boy, was this horrible. He started singing. I don't even know what the national anthem is. But he started singing with no tempo, no pitches, no nothing. It was just straight. Uh, I'm like, oh, my God. Just no. straight up noise. JR sent them to commercial break immediately. And I was like, thank you, Jim. And when they came back, they were still singing until the hurricane made his way to the stage. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. <laughs> and he said, holy biatches. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, this is okay, literally bro. 2003 slang. It is. <laughs> it really is. I remember hearing my uncle used to say that shit back in the day. What's up, biatch? Like, <laughs> what? Bro, What? <laughs> He basically asked them why why they're disrespecting the US of A and the great state of New York. La Resistance responds with, you want a match? Go find you an American partner. Hurricane says he's already found one who made a habit out of beating up maggots like you. and Sergeant Slaughter. This is basically another USA versus foreign tag team match. Typical. Uh, La Resistance kissed each other on the cheek and JR and King were confused. I'm like, that's pretty normal. It's okay. Sorry. Right. <laughs> this match was beyond limited, if even if you can call it that, because Sergeant Slaughter was limited. The pre hit Sergeant Slaughter in the face with the belt and pinned him for the win. And I wrote down eh. Next, this is the part of the show where I was just like eh, because I think I was more so ready for that main event.
1: Right. Like, can we speed this up?
0: We have another segment where Kane is still staring at himself backstage and they go back to three weeks ago where Stone Cold was trying to hype up Kane who asked him if the man who took him to hell and took the title from him in a first blood match was still there before slapping him in the face. Kane teased slamming him, but he hesitated and stopped himself before taking a Stone Cold stunner. The fire still burns within, well, where is it at? Stone Cold said. Uh, Next up, The Glass shatters. speaking of Stone Cold, and out comes the co-general manager of Raw, Stone Cold Steve Austin, to a massive pop of MSG, the home of WrestleMania 20, which is ironic because Stone Cold used this time to congratulate them for being the home of the mania where it all begins again. Stone Cold then switches to talk about needing Mick Foley to be the special guest referee for the recent Hell in a Cell match between Triple H and Kevin Nash at Bad Blood. We should watch that for Watch It Vibe in the future okay stone cold then brings out mrs foley's baby boy to the ring to the home the hometown hero if you will stone cold praises mick about going on his book tour and calls him a genius before calling out rob van damn i don't know about a genius though because uh my my brother did you read what he just said he talking about a woman's br- putting a woman's breasts
1: i don't know about i don't,
0: I don't know, know about, about a genius a genius. Right now. Like, like, hold on now he, he's smart but a genius Putting that out, I don't know. I need to read Mick Foley's book, and I need to read one of Mick Foley's books because I've never read. You know, I've never read a a wrestler's book ever. Me either. I need to read. I need to read somebody's book. I don't know. Stone Cold ended up calling out Rob Van Dam, The Dudley's, Al Snow, and Tommy Dreamer, who comes to the ring with a framed hardcore title belt, being that he was the inaugural champion. And now this has turned into a hardcore legend ceremony for Mick Foley. It was nice. They then cut to a nice video package paying tribute to him, from being the inaugural champion to winning the WWF title to jumping off of his roof for some reason, steel cages and hell in a cell. That man put his body on the line for the business and for our entertainment for real. Uh, what was your favorite Mick Foley moment that you could think of? Mick Foley, Catch Jack, Mankind, Dude Love—they're all the same. Mankind. I'm talking about. What was your favorite moment? Oh. Like, that you could think of? Oh, like the... Uh, Throughout, like, I, whatever you remember. when, Whenever Mick was on TV... When like, when he fell.
1: Like, off of the thing.
0: <laughs> you like it when he died.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, it was, it was great and sad at the same time. Like, it was just like... Ugh. Like, you some, I had a lot of mixed emotion. And it was still great.
0: Because <laughs> like, I like, never yeah.
1: ever thought I would see something like that. And let alone, it became so iconic. They put it, like... In the safety thing, like for every time, do not try come this at on, home. Do not try this at home. Even
0: though we tried it at home every single week, do not try this at home. I, well, I can't read. I got the, cousins and they want to fight. So what you gonna do? I'm, a, I'm, a slam I'm, them them. I'm no gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight
1: them. Like, like, what am I gonna just stand there? I think not. No, I'm gonna fight <laughs>
0: back. I'm gonna fight back, nigga. Fight back. Like, I <laughs> say, my favorite moment was uh, basically his run with Edge. That that flaming okay. table, that flaming yeah, table, when yeah. he took that spear. That was one of my favorite moments. So yeah, Mick started talking until he was interrupted by none other than Mr. McMahon with that goofy ass strut to the ring. Like, <laughs> oh, that, that dude no walked like, he, like the way this dude was walking, like he, it was like he wanted to. He was just, I don't know. You yeah. can't even describe his walk. <laughs> like bro, you you're convulsing right now. What are you doing? <laughs> Vince comes into the ring, mentions the last time they had a face-to-face. It was post-Survivor Series 2001 when the Alliance died, and Mick Foley said he would never step foot in a WWE ring again. Personally, Vince wants to take that trophy and bash him in the head with it and turn him into, and I quote, and I quote, turn you into a puddle of gelatin. A gelatin, a puddle of ooze. What? When he said that, I was like, what did you just say? That's uh it's that a lot very, of very specific. It's a like, lot of
1: no, it's it's a lot of suspect too. Cause it's right. it's a lot of it's, it's
0: certain liquid, it's certain this?
1: liquids out here that oozes. That's what, what I'm saying, saying, What you do mean? you
0: mean by this? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, a little sus. Like, where are we going with this, Vincent? Vincent? <laughs> Vincent Kennedy, what are we going with this? <laughs> That's a lot. Don't make, us, don't make us sue you for the emotional duress again because you're already getting sued like three or four times. So don't, don't, don't make us add to the lawsuit because you, oh you're gosh. confusing me. After this initial confusion, because even Stone Cold and everybody in the ring was looking at him like, what the fuck, you just say? <laughs> <laughs> but he basically saved himself because even the people in the ring were confused with that statement. He said he wants to say what everyone in the world, the arena, even Stone Cold is thinking. And those two words are. Thank you. Vince offers to shake his hand, and they do, but Vin, but Mick wants to hug Vince, which he does. Vince looks disgusted, but you knew he was happy on the inside. Mick Foley then continues with his speech, goes for the cheap pop, and says he's happy to be in the ring with great talent and Al Snow, <laughs> which was a joke. Uh, he remembers when he, t- when he watched Jimmy Snooker jumping from the cage and hoped he lived up to this dream of doing just that and more. It was a nice speech overall, with him ending it by quoting the great poet himself, Frosty the Snowman. I'll say goodbye. Don't you cry. I'll be back again someday. I enjoyed this, I enjoyed this segment. I did too. Because Mick Foley was that dude. So any type of time that they give props or give back to the legends that did that literally put their body on the line for WWE, I'm all for it. After the commercial break, we're back with the tag team match player. Out first is none other than <laughs> Shawn Michaels followed by Kevin Nash with whatever this music was that he had at the time. It, it was generic as hell. Evolution's <laughs> Randy Orton and Ric Flair came out to a version of their theme song. I do not remember it. It was pre-Motorhead with Evolution. Yeah, it was pre-that. Yeah, it
1: was a lot. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> I was. This is another Mandela effect for me because I was like, when did this happen? Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels started the proceedings for this match. It was pretty much a standard TV match with both teams tagging in and out. There was a moment where Rick was chopping Kevin Nash, but he no-sold them. And so Rick tried to Irish whip him, but Nash didn't budge and Rick just flopped into a bump. Rick was just bumping for no reason. Mm-hmm. There's another bump that he did for no reason later. We'll talk about it when we get there. <laughs> uh, After a brief exchange between Orton and HBK, Sean made the hot tag to Kevin Nash, and he got some offense in and was setting up for a jackknife on Orton, but then there was an awkward moment where Rick was supposed to hit a low blow on Nash undetected, but it just didn't happen right. HBK was tagged back in, and Sean did his stuff against Flair, diving elbow before hitting sweet chin music on Flair to pick up the win for his team. Another eh match, but the guys involved made up for being who they are. Before the main event, we get a promo package showing Kane go crazy last week, laying out the referee, la resistance with a steel chair, until Triple H showing up and offered Kane a spot in Evolution. And then Stone Cold walks out to offer Kane a shot at the World Heavyweight title. It was all, who will he choose? Will he become a a fifth member or a fourth member of Evolution? This is when Batista was injured. So will he be the newest member of Evolution, or will he... Risk it all and become the world heavyweight champion. After cheesing both Stone Cold and Triple H with a choke slam, he ended up choosing cho- Triple H and he laid out that man with a choke slam. That led us to tonight. And then we see Kane getting hyped again. Will he keep the mask or leave MSG as the world heavyweight champion? They show a video of Mick Foley signing a book to Vince McMahon. And when Ric Flair and Randy on walk by, Mick said, he, he said something quite mundane. He said, Nice match, Rick. You really improved yourself out there, Randy. And Rick stopped and said, what you say to me? Mm-hmm. And, Mi- and Mick was like, uh, I just said nice match out there. And Rick flissed that. And just slapped the, hand out, the book out of his hand. And then, then just a brawl just broke out until Randy on jumped in from behind. And started lighting Mick up all over the place with Mick fighting back until Randy hit that man in the face with a bottle to regain the dominance over Mick. And then Randy Orton punted Mick down a flight of stairs. And they use this this in promo packages for years to come. Oh yeah, and I, and I believe this was Randy's first punt kick on screen before using it, or before it became a permanent thing in 2007. And then Vince McMahon walked into the frame, surveyed the carnage, and said, "Somebody give me some help. I need a janitor out here. I need some help." Basically saying he needs to come clean up the trash. Right. And I'm like, oh man. They basically said this was basically the setup for their their feud in 2004 uh next up we get Theodore R long back in the ring <laughs> and this time we're Rodney Mac by his side let me all let your play up let me all let your play up well as I can see tonight I guess the man think he's gonna he think that he's gonna ruin Theodore Long's night you feel me well let me say something to you players When Theodore Long and Rodney Mack leaves Madison Square Garden tonight, we're going to have a smile on our faces. And the (laughs) reason why, because it's time for the Theodore Long five-minute white boy challenge. Believe that. (laughs) And and Jr. said, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Five-minute
1: white boy
0: challenge. Believe that. Now, does any white boy on the planet that thinks he can stand up to the thugging and bugging of Rodney Mac, the undefeated one, then get out here? Any white boy, any white boy, anywhere that thinks he can stand up, and then that white boy just so happens to be Goldberg.
1: <laughs> yep,
0: <laughs> making his MSG debut. Rodney got out say, the
1: ring. He,
0: he said, "Any white boy." Now you got the mm-hmm. white boy from yeah, WCW. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, they got
0: that white boy with a beard, right? Right, Rodney Rodney got out the ring and tried to cut Goldberg off at his entrance, but Goldberg speared that man through the pyro on the stage, and that man started rolling down the ramp, just rolling. Hey,
1: his spears were intense, things was crucial.
0: I think he was literally, legitimately trying to break them, break their ribs. (laughs) That's what it was because you have Edge, you have Roman spear where he's just throwing his body into you and you had edge he's of spear he's tackling
1: you he's still tackling you no
0: somebody then you had edge of spear where it, it, it he was tackling you but it looked awkward a little bit sometimes whereas goldberg was literally just trying to break you <laughs> and <laughs> roman roman trying to float and break you because that man jumps and then spears yeah who do <laughs> it's like he it's like he still going not get hurt the one thing that crashed me up about roman spear is like that man literally be just floating just then, bam. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's like like so it's like you literally be counting one, two, three, bam. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Every
0: single time, uh, the bell rung and Goldberg continued his attack and hit the jack jackhammer on Rodney to pick up the win in 26 seconds. So he survived <laughs> the white boy challenge. For real, this was light work for Goldberg, but the beginning of the end for Rodney Mac in WWE because I believe he wasn't there that much longer after this. Kane was still was seen still preparing until RBD came in to wish him luck and says the title is his. Kane looks at the mirror one last time, tilts his head to the side like he always does before de- destroying the mirror with a back elbow. Next up, we get a WrestleMania recall back to WrestleMania 18, where Stephanie McMahon was pedigree by her ex-husband, Triple H. We might, need to wa- we might need to watch that match back, That That's just funny. We might need to watch that match back, too, because I don't remember. I barely remember that match, too. Outside of what I played on WWE 2K14. So, I, I have to that write... That
1: is so funny.
0: So, I have to write that match down and the Hell it cell didn't hit me until down the line. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, he
1: did do that to her.
0: I was like, yeah, <laughs> now
1: nah, nah it's coming back. I'm to like, be
0: honest with you, it, and it's not your fault that you don't remember. It's like that match had to follow the Hogan and Rock match. And a mm-hmm. lot of people don't remember it. So, that's what I'm saying. We're going to put that on the list and the Hell in a Cell on the list to, to watch back. It's
1: like, oh, yeah. She got... I was like, wait a minute. She she got pedigree by her husband. Like, yeah, she got oh, spine yeah, she, she, got, got spine yeah she, got spine, she
0: got spine yeah. busted. Yep, yep, yep. She was, yeah, that was when into gender That'd wrestling be, yeah, was, like it was real, really. it was a it real was thing. Real. Yeah, so next up is our main event It's title versus mass. Out first is the world heavyweight champion triple H. The champion coming out first should be a cardinal sin, but whatever. He <laughs> is accompanied to the ring by Rick Flair, representing evolution. Out next is the challenger, Kane. He has everything to win and everything to lose. And there was no title presentation. Kane came out the gate swinging as he's literally fighting for his identity. They fought outside in the crowd for a little bit. And then Ric Flair... This is what I was talking about earlier with that bump. Ric Flair got in the ring and distracted the ref. The feed cut briefly after Triple H hit Kane in the face with a steel chair. And then for some reason, Ric Flair took a back bump. Yeah. And all we saw on our side was the back bump. So... I had to rewind it a little bit to slow it down and the referee shoved him. So Earl Hebner shoved him and he did a back bump. But I was mm-hmm. like, when the feed came back, all you saw was him hitting the back bump. And I'm like, Right. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, completely, it threw me off. I was like, wait.
0: So, so I, had I had to,
1: to just...
0: you like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. okay.
1: Now, okay. I see it. <laughs> like, <laughs> now I see it. Yeah, I see it. That person and I look like that.
0: Triple H kept lighting Kane up with a different amount of offense, and every time Kane would sit back up, like, he literally was hitting a move and he sit back up. Hit a move, sit back up. Kane hits his leaping clothesline on Triple H, and Triple H's arm struck Earl Hebner, I was like, rep bump. No, oh, he's still up. When Kane went for a big boot, Triple H ducked and connected with the referee. I'm like, here we go. Shenanigans, yeah. shenanigans, shenanigans. Shenanigans ensued with Ric Flair getting involved and introducing the title bet, but Kane took care of that and got rid of Flair before hitting Triple H with the title belt. But the referee with the referee down, who's gonna count? Who's gonna count? Someone got to count. Another referee ran out to count the near fall and Kane was heated with that count and tossed the referee out the ring. So I'm like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Kane tried to re- wake up Earl Hebner but Triple H hit a low blow in the pedigree on Kane and then Earl started to come to and crawl over and gave us and he counted slow as slow as one, two, but Kane kicked out. Triple H went for the pedigree, but Kane hit back body dropped him off of him. Riffler got in the ring and got a choke slam for his effort. It was an awkward-looking choke slam, but it was a choke slam. Triple H then went for the pedigree again, but this time Kane reversed and sent and sent him into Flair. And the crowd was hyped. JR was hyped. I was getting hyped for a little bit. Kane went for the chokeslam, slam, but Randy Orton slipped in and hit a low-hit Kane with a slow low blow, blow before mm-hmm. the RKO pushed the referee into position, and then Triple H finally connected with a pedigree to pick up the win to retain the world heavyweight title. This is a fun main event. This was the match I was waiting yeah. for, and I actually enjoyed it. I don't really remember it because I remember the aftermath, but it's like the match itself, I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, before Triple H could officially celebrate, I'm back! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm better than ever! Uh, Co-General Manager Eric Bischoff came out to remind Kane of the repercussions of his loss. He has mm-hmm. to take his mask off. Kane hesitates, but he has no choice in the matter. But because Triple H attacked Kane from behind with the belt, and Evolution attacks, wait wanted to unmask Kane themselves, but RVD came out, and even the eyes. Kane then hit a choke slam on Orton before RVD hit a five star frog splash, and then Kane hits Ric Flair again, but he pauses before hitting his pyro yep. because he has to unmask. Mm-hmm. And then this is where it gets intense. RVD is sitting in the ring. Then Kane turns his back and he slowly unmasks. He just reveals, he takes the his mask face. off. He's trying to reveal his face. Kane then stops. Then he starts. <sighs> 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 he started breathing heavy for some reason, started getting angry. And then he snaps his head back with the ugliest whiteboard version of George Jefferson haircut I've ever seen in my life. Boy. His forehead I was
1: I, I was like, whoa. Like, so you mean to tell me all this time you couldn't cut all that off?
0: His forehead was so exposed, you wanted to just It was. You just wanted to walk up to it and just slap the shit out of it. I'm 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 not like it, really, I literally, it
1: was exposed for real. It really I, was. I was like, I literally dang. paused the video
0: I paused the video and I just like I just started slapping my screen. Just slapping it. Cause I'm like, bro, your forehead is shiny, it's glistening. And it's exposed. Yes. But he also had paint on his face. I guess the paint he wore when mm-hmm. he had the mask on, but he just had a mat, so that shit is everywhere. Uh, But he, when he snaps and turns his head, he chokeslam RBD, who just came to help him, and then he motions for his pyro to go off, and that, that thing exploded. like It was just mm-hmm. boom. I'm like, whoa. After the pyro goes off, the commentary tried to sell the fact that Kang was disfigured, but when I looked at that man's face... His face was just dirty. He need a bath. Yeah, that's all. He looked like a all dirty white it. man with a bad tan. Is he human? Yes, JR. He's human. All right. All right. They really tr- they, it's like they really tried to sell you on the fact that Kane was this figure and it did not work. So they had they had so basically they had to pivot the story to say his scars were mental and not physical. Mm-hmm. But that's how raw ends. Kane is unmasked with the white boy version of the George Jefferson haircut, forehead all shiny. Ready to be popped. I enjoyed the beginning. I did too. And the end. And Teddy Long. The, the middle was okay. Teddy, whatever Teddy Long was doing. Long
1: yeah,
0: Long, like Long, I was yeah. cool. Teddy Long got, <laughs> bro, that, uh, let me holler at y'all. Players thugging and bugging. Like, bro, Teddy Long. A, a lot of people remember Teddy Long, the GM, and Teddy Long the referee, but Teddy Long as a manager. Yeah. Was hilarious. But yeah, overall, that was a fun show at the beginning and the end and that is our show ladies and gentlemen that thank you so much that was smack that was raw and this is your show for this week thank you so much for joining us make sure you guys uh check out the, the podcast over at www.gressionleach.com make sure you guys follow me on social media at Josh Gresham R J. make sure you follow Swella on social media as well if you don't know her links make sure you guys just check out solo.to slash s-u-e L-A, that simple. And if you haven't already, make sure you guys check out anything that we got coming on because make sure you follow us at Gresh Unleashed, the podcast, or just at Gresh Unleashed. That's literally everywhere. At Gresh Unleashed or at Gresh Unleashed pod on YouTube. We're got we, we we're taking things in a different direction this season. So far, so good with you guys. And we appreciate your continued support. Uh, with that being said, oh.
1: And thank y'all for the happy birthdays too. I really do appreciate it.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Now I'm most 27
1: definitely. years young, so I do appreciate that. Yeah, she's,
0: gonna, she, she's old as hell. So <laughs> you know how it is. And, uh,
1: Still got the Benjamin Button. So WWE 2K23 has
0: just uh, information that just dropped. That drops in March. So be prepared for us to be talking about that in, in the upcoming um, days as we get more information. And I've already alluded to this, but we'll see if this more than likely will be my last year covering 2K. Uh, I'll play it with my people but as far as like, talking you know, about,
1: as far as like 2K as in like 2K WWE. wrestling or okay
0: WWE that so was like right. okay. yeah it's probably my last cause year. when you
1: said 2K I thought about
0: all of it No, nah, it'll be my last year with like... WWE it's <laughs> probably my last year with WWE 2K I don't know yet it depends on how this game goes 2K22 was alright but okay. hopefully with war games being announced uh with them going in depth with universe mode and all that stuff hopefully this year with 2K23 it'd be actually more fun to to collab with people and create and I'm obviously gonna get swallowed on the channel too cause uh, I know people will be like "Well, when are you gonna get Swallow on the channel she's on the pod why don't you get on? our schedule's got a link and we just gotta yes. do it yes <laughs> our schedule's got a link and then we just gotta do it in person because it's more fun in person than it is it is uh, on, over, over online but yo we appreciate you guys for vibing with us make sure you guys leave a rating and download and all the good stuff and with that being said you guys stay safe out here make sure you watch your body wash your ass please uh make sure you guys stop scaring the maidens make sure you guys (laughs) check out interview interviews that we got coming up and make sure you check out past interviews we got so many so much content for you guys to check out over on patreon but we're working on it we're going we got you covered and with that being said you guys stay safe out here in these streets and remember to always eat sleep flex and repeat we out be breezy bye everyone